Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's Vita Gorilla Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News with my main man, El Coco, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app. Note to humanity, everything from Apple uh, Podcasts all the way to Google Podcasts, we're there. We're on TuneIn, Stitcher. I mean, my God. Hell, we're even on Pinterest, man. We're even on Pinterest. So while you're uh, having your imaginary boards of imagining what your uh, your uh, your kitchen remodeling is going to look like, getting inspiration from Pinterest, you could also bookmark us over there on Pinterest. We're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. And also check out our paid sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com, MyCBDEdibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. And see, are they still running that sale over there or what? Yeah, we're still we're still running the special. Uh, we're definitely going to sell out. Like a whole bunch of orders dropped over the weekend, so we're – we're a little bit backlogged, but we'll get caught up on fulfillment. And then uh, USPS right now is like in the tank as far as service. So we're going to start shipping oh, via UPS. Garbage. I'm still <laughs> waiting around. Man, I ordered a, a, a watch strap from, from one of my watches. This was ordered weeks ago. It's sitting somewhere in Michigan. I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, I'm going to have to change the name on the return address because – just change it to something vague because um, for, for some reason, a few of our shipments, you know, they be they go missing a little bit from USPS. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to change the name on that. These if God. And it if seems like it's one it. in particular. There's a hub in Indianapolis, <sighs> I think, that's that's, uh, you know, problematic that that, you know, because I, I actually uh, talked to the postmaster about it because it's getting kind of kind of annoying at this point. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'll just. You know, just tell you something that we're reviewing the procedures at, at this one location. Uh, there seems to be a breakdown. I mean, you breakdown, you mean theft? <laughs> yeah, it's a breakdown. But I think when you work for USPS and you still, isn't that a federal crime or something like that? Like it's It is a federal crime severe. steal mail. Absolutely. If you, if you work for like the postal services, you know, it can get pretty severe. So people take a huge. huge risk doing that shit. Huge. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's a big thing. Anyway, man, how was your weekend? Weekend was weekend was great. Hope all, hopefully all of our listeners had a, had a great weekend. The the wife has a, a birthday coming up. It's it's not a huge uh, milestone birthday, but 
uh, I think, you know, you know this, V, that my wife is an only child. So therefore, wow. it's not only her birthday, it's actually her birthday month. So that's it. How it rolls. <laughs> These only childs. <laughs> that's how it is, brother. This is weird. I'm not getting any. You have a good weekend, bro? Yeah, yeah. I had a great weekend. I can't complain, brother. I'm, I'm, you know, so far so good. I'm trying to figure out why I'm not getting mail that's being sent to me. This is odd. Just refresh. Just keep hitting refresh. It'll. Yes. Oh, there it is. It finally came. All right, cool. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Great weekend. Uh, Looking forward to this week. Uh, This month is going by in a blur. It's been brutally busy. And uh, lots of action, man. Lots of things to talk about. Um, Well, it's it's a great it's a great time. Yeah, we can jump into things. But I I think it's it's a great time. V, you know, as we enter December. Now, I always try to make it a mission of of myself personally to kind of reflect upon the year, right? Like reflect upon the year, you know, the the accomplishments, what was left on the table. And as you head into the new year uh, to try to try to try to map things out for not only for yourself, but, you know, for your family. So it's it's a great opportune time uh, to do that as we get so close to to Christmas. I encourage everyone to, to, to do so. I'm trying I'm trying to think of something for January, you know, kind of like we did the uh, sober October, but. Planning something for January. I'm not quite certain what it's going to look like, but um, may- maybe it's maybe it's to uh, you know to uh, completely get off social media for for an entire month or do something like that. But we'll see. You should be off social media. Period. What's the point of social media? I don't understand it. You're being <laughs> tracked. Why even bother airing your grievances? It's time for us to run silent, run deep. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. In January. What do you want? What do you want to abstain from? Ooh, how about we abstain from soy? <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it carnivore January. You know. There we go. Eat, we it, go. eat as much meat as possible. All beef. Where's All beef. the beef? All beef January. <laughs> oh man. All right, man. Where do you want to start? It's uh, up to you, bro. I know you I want mean, to jump into Gavin. I, I know you're probably, you know, chomping at the bit to jump into. Yeah. Let's talk about Gavin. Okay. Now, our resident, our resident uh, analyst here, uh, Velas, has mentioned uh, Gavin and the possibilities that something has went uh, sideways with his recent uh, injections of the boosters and the roosters and all the other stuff that he was getting. And there was rumors flying about that this Gavin Newsom probably had some sort of adverse reaction from his shot. Now, some people were saying that it's Guillaume Barre, right? Does Gavin have Guillaume? Right? Did Guillaume pay a visit to Gavin? And we didn't, you know, have any real circumstantial evidence up until this point. Now, this is weird. This is from Steve Kirsch. Steve Kirsch's blog spot, go over there on his substack, subscribe to Steve. Steve is, does an amazing job and is bloody well worth it on his Substack. We need to get Steve Kirsch on one of these days, man. His Substack is absolutely on fire. Um the amazing work he does in terms of breaking down the entire scandemic. He has over 30 of the best scientific minds that he's working with in his network who deal with what's going on with this global pandemic the whole nine yards. So here's the news from Kirsch. Gavin Newsom and his family were in Mexico around November 22nd to approximately November 28th. 
I'm guessing it was to get stem cell treatments for his Guillain-Barre syndrome. What do you think? There was a press announcement on Monday, November 22nd, announcing the quote-unquote vacation. Here's the full story with pictures of Newsom in Cabo that appeared in the California Globe written by my friend Katie Grimes. Here's her earlier story. Why Cabo? After all, Senator Ted, just trying to be a good dad, Cruz, explains that Cancun is much nicer. Note, Ted, of course, was just being funny. Cabo is nicer than Cancun. Ted needs to go on a diet. Ted needs to, yeah, he needs to drop some LBs, man. He needs to drop some LBs. Newsom's press secretary won't answer that. So I'm going to speculate with an educated guess based on the evidence that we know. I know Gavin has GBS. He got it from his recent booster shot. Some people believe stem cell treatment can help. But my trusted neurologist says there's no solid evidence of this and she wouldn't recommend it. Stem cell treatments aren't available in the U.S. because it's illegal. To get them, Gavin has to travel outside of the U.S., say, for example, to the Cabo Stem Cell Center, which caters to the rich and famous, only, quote-unquote, the very best. Newsom, get this, CJ. Newsom was spotted within the vicinity of La Dacha, according to the California Globe article. You'll never believe this. The Cabo Stem Cell Center is just located 1.7 miles from La Dacha. What an amazing coincidence. It's all coincidence, V. Right? It's all coincidence. In short, my guess is that Newsom was not satisfied with the GBS treatments available in the U.S., which is IVIG and therapeutic plasma exchange. So now he's seeking help with stem cell treatments, which are not legal in the U.S. The closest place get quality treatment that could also be covered as a viable vacation spot would be none other than Cabo. Tijuana is closer, but that will look way suspicious because then people will think that he's visiting the brothels there. (laughs) (laughs) Gavin, I don't know what kind of brothels he's walking into. You know, here's what we know at this point. Newsom got GBS shortly after his booster shot. I have indirect confirmation of this from two doctors treating him. Holy snaps. Holy snaps. He dropped from public sight after the shot. Right after his shot was a 12-day stretch where Newsom held no public events. His office would not say where he was or what he was doing for most of the time. He's occasionally surfaced since his disappearance, but has never been seen in public where he's walking around shaking hands. This is also very, very true. To this day, nobody has a clue why he didn't participate in the UN Climate Summit. I mean, that's a big thing. You got to understand. See, this is these are clues here, folks. These are clues here. Gavin is the golden child. He's the golden baby of the Democratic Party. Right? He is the one. He is. Look at the tight relationship that Pelosi has with Gavin. She treats Gavin like it's like it's her like he's her son, right? Gavin has been be is being groomed to run for president for the Democratic National Committee. I mean, for, for he's being groomed to run for president for the Democratic Party, right? He is the heir apparent. 
And there were rumors that Gavin is to throw his hat in the ring and run in 2024 as the as the savior in the wings for the Democratic Party. If not 2024, then definitely 2028. But all of a sudden, their chosen one, their golden child, might have a medical malady. Think about it. So if you're being groomed as the golden child, you know how viably, think about it. Why is a governor of a state showing up to a UN international you know, meeting on climate change? Yeah. Yep. You wouldn't be doing that. Because that is signaling to the rest of the world leaders, hey, look at this guy. He is the governor of the largest state in the United States. And he's showing up to a climate confab. They're signaling to the world that this guy, in other words, they are creating legitimacy and they're creating weight and quote-unquote gravitas around the power, the aura of a Gavin Newsom. In other words, they're, they're do- this is the same kind of crap that they would do with anybody, whether, it's, whether it was Hillary Clinton, whether it was Barack Obama before he became president. It's the same thing. And now this guy, he could this was an important meeting for Gavin, and he couldn't make it. To this day, nobody has any clue why he didn't participate in the UN Climate Summit. We totally get that Halloween with his kids was more important than the Climate Summit. Do you honestly think that Gavin really cares about having Halloween with his kids when he can go and circle jerk in a in a massive UN Climate Summit? Right? Good for being him, you know, for him for being not to good for him for being the only no-show at the conference that prioritized Halloween over a climate summit. <laughs> but he could not have appeared by Zoom, and he didn't. And no fact-checker dared to say why. They didn't tell me why either. They told me to send the question in on his website, and I did that a month ago. Still, no answer. Nobody that Katie Grimes knows saw him after being vaccinated. When he was supposedly in his Sacramento office. Remember that whole rumor, folks? He's in his office. He's getting work done for the people of California. (laughs) Let me explain something to you guys. When these politicians go to work, they're not sitting there. This is how their agenda looks. Agenda one. What is the least minimum thing that I can do for my constituents to give the impression that I'm actually working. Hmm, okay, fine, check, I got that done. And then there are other items on a list of 100 things to do per day is all centered about how I can get money, how I can increase my influence, how I can network, how I can improve my positioning. That's all it is. That is American politicians in a nutshell. Okay? So... While his press secretary was saying he was working hard for California and staying in his Sacramento office, nobody saw him at the office. Nobody saw him walk into the office building. Nobody saw him leave the office building. Nobody saw this guy. Why is he going to Mexico in the middle of a pandemic? So let me get this straight, Gavin. 
you run one of the most locked down totalitarian states where people got to wear a mask if they're sitting at home. Right? You're one of those states, Gavin, where you're fantasizing and fetishizing about having a permanent mask mandate just like in Oregon. Right? They're in Oregon, they're fantasizing about that as well. So you are telling people not to travel here, you have these restrictions and this, that, and the other, and now all of a sudden, in the middle of a scandemic, you're in Cabo, Mexico. Something doesn't add up, folks. Why is he going to Mexico in the middle of a pandemic? He just spent two weeks with his kids. Isn't that enough family time? All of a sudden, he's a family man. <laughs> I care about Halloween and going trick-or-treating with my kids. And then he spent time in, a, you know, going to some of the Getty wedding, which he's a he, he's a, a a lackey to the Getty family. And if you look at some of these tweets, here's how Twitter reacted. If you scroll on to the the the, 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 the tweets here, Kevin Kelly, November twenty second, with California in the throes of state of emergency, Gavin Newsom is vacationing in Mexico. Isn't that wonderful. Thanksgiving is hard enough. This is Diana at SoCal Valley Girl. Thanksgiving is hard enough economically for people, but in California, thousands upon thousands of people had their power shut off. So what food they bought is probably ruined. While Gavin Newsom is in Mexico enjoying the vacation. Moms for Liberty OC says, Newsom, extend state of emergency. Also Newsom, vacation in Mexico. Gavin Newsom, here's Kevin Dalton. Gavin Newsom spends entire annual gubernatorial salary on vacation in Mexico. It's good to be king. Now that he's basically spent a month with his family, what will he use as his next excuse for staying out of public view? Stay tuned. I'm sure there's more to the story coming up, and I'll update you as I learn it. Steve Kirsch does an awesome job there. Great sources. I mean, think about it. Gavin has spent a month with family. I mean, CJ, have you known any politician that just takes off for a month? I think all of them do, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, what do they work? Like 25 regard, days a right? year? 25 days a year is what they actually physically work? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, that's usually on, on the cover. Oh, they're at this conference meeting. They're, they're nowhere. But his office is even saying that he's with families. Family time, family time, family time, family time. What family time have you got going on that you're caught literally a mile away from a stem cells research center? Right, and and to keep yourself out of the the, the press, and, keep yourself exactly. out of the limelight. You know he you know he know, enjoys that personally, right? So, yeah, I think that's that's it, it's more reason to suspicion in in regards to what is happening, and especially when you look at the vacuum of any type of political leadership, somebody running for president. I mean, for God's sakes, the Democrats ended up with Joe Biden. I mean, does that tell you anything about the talent pool of the Democratic Party? Oh my! <laughs> so who yeah. who who's left? Hillary or? Or maybe Bernie, maybe Bernie's on the on the back center. So there's no doubt that when you look at Gavin, and you, know, you got to frame this up, right? So when they look at Gavin, they kind of picture that that uh, Justin Trudeau type image that, for the most part, uh, most Americans are are very visual. There's 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 more uh, visual than there is substance to a person and who we elect, and that's part of the charm that Barack Obama Obama, right? You know, he was very eloquent. He very much could articulate 
conversations. And he, and he probably was maybe even a person to hang out and have a beer with and have a conversation. Uh, but that's how the kind of vision they envisioned Gavin Newsom and his political future in terms of being, you know, groomed. Like literally, like personally, I don't give a shit about Gavin Newsom. I really don't. I, I you know, I really don't. But the the political establishment is is grooming him for what they perceive as the American Justin Trudeau. Oh, absolutely. Gavin is is Trudeau 2.0. You know, another person who has who ran San Francisco into the ground, another person who's failed his way up. That's how you succeed in American politics. You got to fail up. You can't win forward. And so this is what Gavin's doing. Now, shifting gears because, you know, this was on the topic, let's talk about another governor. Okay? Let's talk about another governor who not only is creating his own state military, okay, but is paving the way. This is what leadership looks like. Leadership is about getting things done and not tweeting about it. One of Florida's biggest hospital systems suspends COVID vaccine mandates. Folks, this is huge. One of Florida's biggest hospital systems suspended all of its COVID vaccine mandates. Advent Health would no longer require 83,000 employees to be vaccinated against COVID. The decision to suspend the vax mandate comes after Governor Rand DeSantis signed a bill preventing employers from enforcing vax mandates. The company cited recent decisions by federal courts to block the CMS vaccine mandate and the complexity of federal and state laws surrounding exemptions. Employees are still required to declare their COVID vaccine status. And think about this. This is how you get them to back off. This is how you get them to collapse. This is how you do this is how you end this nonsense. Because let's be honest here, not a single person in 38 states has died from the moronic strain. Not a single person. So this is the hoax that keeps on going. Well, I'm triple jabbed. Well, you're not jabbed against the moronic strain. And then you go for that. And next thing you know, every month, it's going to go from four to six to eight to ten. And next you know, every single month, you got to get jabbed. This is a level of control handed over to low IQ bureaucratic uh, tyrants. You don't want that kind of life. It's ridiculous. But here's real leadership. And I hope other states follow suit. There's no straddling the fences here anymore. There's no, hey, you know, let's uh, wait around and see. Let's just see what the wind says. You know, I know what my constituents want, but uh, I'm not so sure what's, uh, you know, what's better for my political career here. And this is the problem you have with most politicians. A lot of the governors that are in the red states are afraid of their constituency, and rightfully so, and they are straddling the fence as to what the constituency wants versus what the party wants. And that phase, and I want to let all the governors know that that stage in in, in life is over. That phase is gone. I mean, there's a saying, if there's a hill to die on, this would be it. This is is where you got to draw the lines. Everybody's reactionary or, 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 no, 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 no. It's time we go on the offensive. And there are plenty of rules in the books 
and laws that we can utilize to the benefit of our constituents and our people. It's remarkable to me. Now, shifting gears a little bit, Siege, this is probably one of the funniest news pieces I've read, and at this point I can give a rat's rear end. These liberal yuppies are finally eating what they've been cooking, Siege. Oh, the... (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Finally, right? Yeah, I'm not even... I don't feel sad for any one of them. Hmm. Because you know how they're like, Siege? Because I've seen it in New York, right? They would vote... Because they go to their little, you know, network uh, event and their little networking event and their galas and whatnot, and they'd rub elbows and they'd, you know, virtue signal about how they're so they have such liberal progressive views and how they're doing everything they can to to help the most downtrodden minority communities. And some of them don't realize the ramifications of the way they vote. Some of them don't realize the ramifications of supporting a political party that is an absolute terrorist group at this point. And so they never had to live or face the consequences of their decisions. And now, thanks to COVID, the veneer is off, the imaginary uh, facade of safety is off, and now everything that these people have voted for, everything these people have been cooking and concocting now they got it. Now it's being forced down their throats. Each <clears throat> break it down for us, brother. Well, I mean, just in terms of the the continuous crime waves that are hitting, you know, California, right? Oh, it's it's all over. God. It's all these liberal all driven these states. Liberal. The, yep. the 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 smash and runs, and these are being very well well orchestrated. And and again, the culture that's leading up to this is is again when you when you declare or you redefine uh, protesting as rioting and looting, when you declare that. Uh, your silence is violence when you declare that if you know what if we can't get it we'll just take it that's what this leads to and these and these crimes are complicated when you also start implementing policies like defund the police but guess what we're going to defund the police so so all of this i think is is just a a huge vacuum i'd hate to see me like the status the status of any or the statistics of any law enforcement agencies in california the amount of either resignation or the percentage of decline that are forces out there, but they excuse this behavior, right? They 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 want to say that this is that it's it's oppression not to allow these people to continue these massive crime waves in the United States. You know, I've never I've never seen anything like this before. We're seeing, and there was a video that was shared, and I think it was a couple. I think it was in California. They were sitting there having a dinner, and I think oh. it was somewhere like in Melrose or or Beverly Hills somewhere. And you saw the video too, V, right? Where yeah where these uh, two people walk by them. And I think they're probably looking at their, their watches or looking at the jewelry. That's why I I recommend just be real careful out in public with that type of stuff nowadays, because that's a society that we've evolved to. And literally they walk past and then they come back and they, they rob, rob them at gunpoint as they're sitting outdoors, having dinner and take their watches and everything else. That's, Oh yeah. That's the, that's the narrative. And, and you know what, but you can't, you can't shame them V because, you know that you know if if we if we shame them, we're just exerting our, our white privilege on them that they they shouldn't be able to do that, right? You know it, it's it's wrong. It's white privilege not to allow people to steal from you, uh, but that's the culture and mentality that they're they're building in across all these liberal states across the board. It's it's completely insane. Yeah, and there was a time where you could uh, avoid going into these areas, man, and uh, 
now those areas are spilling into their safe neighborhoods. Like I've seen videos like people hanging out, like you know, having a um, lunch or dinner at a Fifth Avenue um, um, eatery or or some restaurant that's you know in, in the in Midtown Manhattan, and all of a sudden a car pulls up, guys get out of the car, and they're taking the guy the 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 the, the customer who's sitting down eating, they're taking his wife's bag because she has a Louis Vuitton bag, and they're able to you know recognize it, you know. Grabbing the Louis V bag, the husband has a, a Rolex, uh, you know, date just. They're grabbing Rolexes left and right. I mean, dude, I mean, right now, like, it's Rolex theft right now in, in London and in New York is through the roof. People are being, like, I mean, robbed for Rolex watches. Because if you know anything about watches and you know anything about Rolex, I've always told people this. Like, you want to invest in other things that are good investments. Uh, outside of crypto, outside of certain stocks, this, that, and the other. I always tell people, hey, man, get yourself a nice Rolex. Get yourself a nice or a Porsche 911 or something like that, right? Um, get something I'll appreciate. Like, uh, you get a, 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 a Rolex watch, like, my God, I'll give you an example. Um, I have a, a, a Rolex uh, GMT2 Master. I was put by my authorized dealer on an 18-month wait list just to get one. Wow. And then when you finally get one, it's gone, and then the supplies are out. And then, in other words, if you're trying to buy a used Rolex, it's more it's more expensive than buying it brand new, because the brand new ones you can't buy at retail because they're sold out, and there's a wait list for two years. So thieves have realized, wait a minute, Rolex watches that are retailing for seven, eight, or nine thousand dollars are going for twenty, twenty-five thousand, and they're hitting those people. Same thing goes if you got Audemars Piguet on your wrist. Okay, and God forbid you have a Patek Philippe Nautilus, which, oh my God, if you have a blue dial Nautilus, which is a $40,000 watch, brand new, but supplies are all gone. They discontinued the watch. That watch is going for $200,000. You're going to get, you know, <laughs> you're going to get it, man. So it's like, yeah. you, you know, you got to be careful because people are looking for these things, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, and and these things will will start to get to you know even like here where we are in Indiana. Like if if you live outside of fifteen minutes of of Marion County, you're crossed to that that close to that state line. I mean, you you have to start putting things in place right now for for home defense. You know, yeah. you know, camera system. You know, uh, you know, firearms, maybe a shotgun uh, to have it in, in the house. These things are going to spread, and as the economic reset. The collapse continues to navigate where we continue to see inflation, where it's hedging further and further. People are going to get to the point where they can't literally buy it, so they have to steal it. And that and it's going to happen. It's it's inevitable. It's it's predicted. I mean, why would you why would you primarily if you're you're you're, you're a thief, why would you primarily focus on your own community? Like, you know, what, what are you going to get the same screen TV where you have? And, and those people are probably already armed already because they understand <laughs> that they live in that community. So what do you start to do? You start to hit the little outreach, little suburbs that are 10 or 15 minute drive. You study it, you become comfortable with it of knowing, you know, which homes don't have any type of security, uh, which homes. And, and you, there's some things you can do right now. If you know, there's plenty of what are called like home network uh, defense things that are being implemented around the country where you can literally kind of create your own subdivision type police force if you will, and, and, and have rotation shifts of people who are either, you know, willing to stay awake late at night looking for any type of, I know I do. Like if I hear a vehicle roll through 
and it's like one or two, three in the morning, and I and I hear it loud. And let's say like it pauses in the middle of the road, I'll I'll go out there and look. I'll, I'll go out there with a flashlight and put my light on and say, you know, you lost is your GPS. You know what 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 are, you, what are you doing here? It's late at night. What business do you have? Those are the things that we should start be start doing right away. And if and if you haven't walked over, let's say you live in a subdivision or wherever you live, and if you don't know your neighbor right now, you need to. You you need to go over and like knock on their doorbell and introduce yourself and know who exactly what they are, who they are, and and start to build those types. So it kind of resonates back to being more involved at the at the local level. So know your neighbors, know who they are, you know, know you know you know, what they believe in or what they're doing. Uh, it's just that important, V, because as we go through this economic reset that we're all going through this together, uh, protecting yourself and your family is going to be of the utmost importance. Yeah, absolutely right, man. Absolutely right. And no, buying a, a good quality mechanical Swiss watch is not because you're, you know, you don't need it and, you know, your phone tells better time, obviously, but it's a store of value. You can liquidate a watch anywhere in the world. You got a Rolex, man. You could liquidate that anywhere in the world for any currency, period. It's money. That's why the wealth, it's like buying art. It's why the wealthy buy it. That's the reason why you do it. Leverage, folks. Stop thinking middle class. Leverage. Okay. Um, yeah, this is huge. This is this whole crime spree thing has gone crazy, man. Okay. I think Cruise I saw an article. I think I saw an article in Maine. Maine is offering like a like a five or ten thousand dollars sign on bonus right now to police officers because they've had such a vacuum oh, of yeah. law enforcement people. But yeah, that's you know it's it's just gonna it's just gonna continue, and then you complicate things with any of the 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 mandates that they're passing. So you know this is it. We're 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 going through that entire scenario of um, collapse mode at this point. Absolutely. Crews of burglars publicly smashing their way into Los Angeles' most exclusive stores. Okay. Robbers following their victims, including the star of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and a BET host to their residences. And this week, the fatal shooting of an 81-year-old Jacqueline Avant, an admired philanthropist and wife of music legend Clarence Avant, in her Beverly Hills home. These incidents have sparked a national conversation and led to local concern about both crimes themselves and where the outrage over violence will lead. The fact that this has happened, her being shot and killed in her own home after giving and sharing and caring for 81 years has shaken the laws of the universe, said Oprah. Now they're scared. All of a sudden, all of a sudden they don't feel so untouchable anymore, do they? All, they, all of a sudden the, the ivory towers are not as high as they would like, CJ. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything less that makes you feel uh, less or more vulnerable than having a home robbery. Like when you can't feel safe inside your own home, that is probably the worst feeling to be in. Even to the point, like if I experienced a home robbery, I would probably move. Right. I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable in that setting. So therefore, you know, I do have cameras. I do have those things. I have motion detectors set up in place. Uh, because I, I I refuse to allow myself to be a victim. And that's the mentality that you have to, to go out and you have to be very defensive. I say the same thing to my wife when she's going to go out shopping on the weekend. I said, I said, I said, be very mindful where you park. Yep. When you're walking to your vehicle, if you're carrying bags, be mindful if anyone's closing. Uh, to, I've even turned around and said somebody said something to someone like, don't follow so close to me, please. You know, or, or go ahead, go in front of me, please. Whenever people are walking that close to me, I'm not paranoid. But at the same time, I'm going to be uh, proactive and, and be safe about things. I'm not going to allow myself to be a victim. My wife doesn't have a terribly expensive car, but it's a, it's a nicer car. So 
I worry about like if there's a carjacking uh, scenario. Oh, God, yeah. So I'm so I'm like, hey, listen, I'm like when you go to get your car, lock the doors, start your car, be safe. And there's going to be more more. And again, I'm not trying to 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 put spread fear out there, but just be defensive and be responsible about it. These are the times that we're living, and it's your community may be safe right now, but but in in, in the future it may not be. So so think about these things. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it, it's just best to stay clear of those neighborhoods completely don't even go in there you know if you're living close to one move uh or if you are living close to one you can't move just be mindful 24 7 have some home defense in place uh you know somebody said uh, they have a mastiff that's not a bad idea having an unneutered real well-bred guard dog you know people you know i'm a dog guy people don't don't realize cj don't let my yorkshire terrier fool you but i do love large dogs (laughs) and i've owned large dogs in the past <laughs> for some reason those those smaller dogs are like also the meanest little turkeys you know they nah, don't mine. Mine's you, the bite your finger you know nah, nah. chihuahuas man those are nasty little things but you know the cool thing about little dogs they're very alert right so they, they're alert so if you got a little dog super alert right that's like the the watchdog and then you have the the heavy one you have the muscle right and that that'd be a you know then you have the muscle to back it up dogs that i like man phew, where's the list uh, I don't like right, – here's what I, I do like in terms of guarding. Cane Corsos. If you can find a good working line Cane Corso from a real top breeder that actually has working, not show, but working, those are amazing dogs. Presa Canarios. Okay, Presa Canarios are from the Canary Islands in Spain. The Canary Islands and the Canary Bird is named after the dog. Okay, the, the, the Presa Canario is also known as the Canarian Dog of Prey. It's a badass dog, man. It's like a, it looks like a, a pit bull on steroids. It's a, it's an amazing dog. They're great with kids too. Um, yeah, South and- African boar bells are fantastic. Okay, great dogs, powerhouses. I'd stay clear of bull mastiffs or or neopotham mastiffs. Those are walking vet bills. They've been so showbred. They're disgusting and useless, and they don't live that long. Uh, if you get a, a nice pit bull, a working pit bull, not these American bullies, which are look like Vietnamese stuffed pigs, but uh, uh, a working line pit bull is a hell of an awesome dog. Amazing dog. They're great with kids. I would recommend that. Uh, a good working line uh, Rottweiler would be great. I'm not a fan of uh, German Shepherds. A lot of them have been ruined through breeding. Um, a lot of the German dogs like Shepherds and Dobermans are, are, are what is known as rank-driven. Okay, I don't like rank-driven dogs. That means they're going to be testing every single member of the family to kind of find their rank, their place in the pack. Not a fan of that. I like dogs with a more of, a, of an English mindset or a Mastiff mindset, which is they understand that you're the alpha and they're just chilled. They're just fine being just, you know, part of the family. You know, they're not going to go challenge your six-year-old, you know? So right, right. stuff like that. That's that's what I like in terms of dogs. Dog Argentinos are awesome. Uh, one of my favorite dogs. They're known. They're hunting jaguars, cougars. Are amazing, but they require a lot of work. So if you got an active farm, you got a lot of property. Dogo is a hell of a an animal to have as well. So those are some of the some of the advice right there, Siege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's that's all important. You know, if if you're having any home repairs made, uh, especially internal, um, you know, you know, you, it happens right from time to time. Water heat, whatever you have to do, then. You know, close your doors and and limit some of the visibility that they see inside. You know, your home. You know, shut some of those doors. Um, don't let them see necessarily people that are coming to your home. What what's there? Uh, if you if you're taking your car to a mechanic, get repairs, then obviously give them the valet key or take your house key. 
uh, off of off of that keychain. I mean, think about it. You're, you know, you're giving them basically your 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 email, your home address, and everything. But then you're giving them a key to your house. And and what's the sake that somebody goes to get it again? These are just little things. You know, again, it's I don't want to turn this into rogue home defense show or yeah, anything like that. But people are, people need to be street smart, man. People need gotta to be, be street, street smart. smart. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I grew up in the hood in a little small town attic, Indiana, but it, you know, in a lot of ways it, it you know, had, you had to be hard nosed in certain ways. And, and those are things to, to, th to think about that, you know, again, if, if you choose to be a victim, those are the, some of the things that could, could get you in, you know, into, into trouble. I, I, I also be, I, I, I'm not sure what it is, but I, I drive around some of these homes in karma, whether I'm going through whatever and i see these packages that are just mounting up on their on their doorsteps oh, from, from amazon everything where they don't get them for like a day or two yep. days yep. contact a neighbor if you're going to be out of town say listen like get my mail uh you know get my whatever you could tell amazon to hold your shit yeah there you go there you go you could tell them to deliver at a later date you could do that or they, you could send a reroute it to an amazon uh, uh reception center like in a whole foods or, or an office max or something like that, that, that is a, a certified, and they'll just hold your package until you come get a CVS or something like that, you know? That's now, um, now, now, Gus, now Gus would probably be willing, like, just to, like, maybe want something like that just so he can practice some target practice or something. <laughs> you know, I could, you know, I think Gus was probably the first in line to sign up for Florida's, uh, you know, uh, mil own uh, military or, or uh, the, the whatever DeSantis just passed, where he said, you know what, we're going to have a separate, you know, state little. Gus is joining. He, he's putting his application forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, Thai Ridgebacks are great dogs, or Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Uh, Belgian Malinois are awesome. They're incredible, but man, they are a lot to deal with, I tell you right now. A lot of work. A lot of work. Anyway, switching gears from dogs to back to the geostrategic. The latest fear porn. CJ, did you hear about this? I, mean, I this, did. This gets did. reinvented. Back in the early 2000s, the early odds, it was terrorists can uh, utilize cargo containers, park it in New York Harbor, and set off a dirty bomb. Right now, they regurgitated that. And the uh, intelligence agencies, and I say that euphemistically because it's an oxymoron, these idiots. Look at this, Siege. Hidden strike. China feared to be hiding missiles and shipping containers for Trojan horse plan to launch anywhere in the world. <laughs> China has been developing. <laughs> Dude, is this the National Enquirer? What the hell is this? China has it's, been it's, it's a sun, but V, I'm not going to name drop on, on, on our show because I do like, you know, some of the content that they put out and everything, but it's this narrative is being pushed out. Yep. You know, in in certain venues of, of media that that in part is why that the whole entire shipping thing is being delayed is because that like every one of these containers now are being gone through an entire different search program. And potentially that's what's delaying. That's why the entire mechanism of our of our infrastructure is being delayed so that they can they can look for these things. So so I heard this, you know, a couple months ago and then, you know, a year ago, I heard that that. You know, China was shipping all the weapons and everything to Antifa via these these shipments and everything. Oh and yeah, so <laughs> China China's shipping weapons to Antifa, and he's and China's flooding the streets with fentanyl. Uh, it, 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 it's like the Scooby Doo thing. You think it's one thing, and you take the mask off, and all of a sudden you see the CIA. <laughs> 
There you go. Well, if you remember the movie, The Sum of All Fears. Uh, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that movie yeah. uh, where, where they took a vending machine and they, they retrofitted it into a, to a bomb and it was shipped? So, so I guarantee you that they've, they've thought of that, right? Uh, and nor am I an expert in these, uh, the shipping process of, of how, they, how they would detect any type of radioactive or the, any type of screening you know, that they go through in terms of the bill of lading, the manifest, when they sign off to verify what's ever in those. But I guarantee you those shipping companies for liability reason, probably have some pretty darn stringent protocols in place in terms of, of um, ensuring that what they're shipping is is in fact what what's what's in their hint. Unless unless of course you work for a certain government agency that has an expertise in in uh, shipping either weapons or drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you remember a few years ago there was a, a cargo container that was stopped. Uh, outside the port of New Jersey, I think it was, or was it California? I'm not exactly sure. This yep. was a few years back. Yep. It was uh, it, it, the boat was owned by J.P. Morgan. The damn thing was filled with cocaine. <laughs> it must be the uh, the annual Christmas party or something that they're getting ready for. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and the and the, that or the Brits, right? The Brits and their their political thing. You know, they they I guess that they found a lot of cocaine traces of cocaine here recently, which. Probably just more trying to get them to play ball with some, either something they're not doing or or whatever. Maybe they wouldn't support the entire Ukraine thing. So, you know, I think these this some of this information that comes out like that is is you know used for a reason. Exactly. And this is what you got over here: uh, China's container missiles. Beijing is believed to be developing hidden weapons to strike enemy ports and ships. Disguised as regular shipping containers, they can be sneaked on board a vessel. Be in and uh, blend in seamlessly with hundreds of others on board. The sheer number of container ships in the world makes them harder to pinpoint than warships in the event of war. Like the fabled Trojan, Trojan horse, the missiles will be quietly smuggled into or near an enemy port on a civilian vessel before being unleashed. Rick Fisher, senior fellow of the Asian Military Affairs at the International Assessment Strategy Center, a CIA think tank, told the U.S. Uh, the Sun online, while the Chinese have not officially confirmed, they have the missiles, it is likely they have them. Of course, because he has unnamed anonymous sources, CJ. And then it was warned <laughs> in a study by the Stockton Center for International Law, another intelligence-funded think tank, that the weapons could violate naval laws. Meanwhile, retired Navy Captain Jim Fannel, former Pacific Fleet intelligence officer, uh, previously said a containerized ship, and today he's a lobbyist, Anti-ship missile could be at a significant threat to the U.S. Navy. It comes amid a new wave of tensions between the U.S. and China as the communist giant challenges Washington's status as world's top. Again, look at them pumping out this whole Thylucity's trap, right? Look at them pumping it out. Oh, oh, the the rising power always has to get into conflict with the with the diminishing power. It's how it is. This is not Athens and Sparta thousands of years ago, folks. And look, pictures of, remember this? I mean, they're literally making CGI drawings right now of, of like, uh, oh, look, they're going to drive these semis, and then boom, <laughs> it comes out. And you, you, do you realize it, it's like, oh, God. It's just ridiculous. These pots are actually good to be retrofitted into uh, micro-grows to grow weed in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. And homes, too. They're doing some pretty cool things with with homes with stacking these up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, in order to stop this from happening, I think we need to further lock down the, the port, CJ. Yeah, another... Yes, another, lock everything up. Everything. Everything needs to get locked down. Unbelievable, man. It is what it is. 
Anyway, folks, more fear porn from the deep state itself, trying to convince you that that conflict is inevitable. The only way out is conflict. The only way through is conflict. The only way around it is conflict. And yet diplomacy and trade and economics is never done. Why? Because we have nothing to offer anybody. That's why we have conflict. It's just to be the belligerent meth addict raising havoc in the neighborhood. That's what we are on the international. We are the belligerent schizophrenic meth addict running amok in the neighborhood because we have nothing to offer anybody. What kind of high-tech anything do we have? The only thing we do is, 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 is create problems. We're good at doing that, creating problems. Hell, we're not good at finishing the problem or having some sort of end goal to the problem. It's just creating a problem constantly. I mean, what a headache. It's like dealing with a belligerent 10-year-old. Every week, it's something new. Like, I'd be exhausted if I was Vladimir Putin. How many times is this guy's putting out fires in Europe because of, of the U.S.'s meddling? It's exhausting. So this, this, so this is why they're always trying to push this whole thylucity trap on everybody. This is why they do it. Because they have nothing to offer. So we might, the only way out is... They can't offer trade. They can't offer nothing. Just conflict. Power in countries like this don't last, folks. And we're not lasting. This is We are seeing everything break down because we're, we are in the process of change. And with that being said, Siege, we're at the end of the show. Anything else you want to cover? And no. I mean, just, you know, we're seeing some pretty crazy... Uh, draconian things uh, come out. Uh, some images from, you know, Germany. It almost looked like they were like reenacting with Merkel, like the entire Nazi thing, where the troops were carrying like these flames. Did you see some of those pictures? V. What? It was like it, it looked like like basically like Nazi type symbolism. They had like you know carrying torches and things like that with Merkel all dressed in black, and the troops oh were all. God. No, I have not seen this. You haven't seen this yet? Yeah, just just so. And why I say that is because obviously you know you know, my feelings in terms of Australia, some of these testing grounds, it was pretty easy for them to, to, to do some of those draconian procedures. And like for in America, for example, we've said time and time again, continuously, Oh, well, that will never happen here. They will never, they will never do those things. And they're slowly and surely there's like trickling it in because they, they understand the timeline of the process. They just can't instantly implement these things here in the States because of the fact that we, we do have a well-armed, uh, society, citizens to to combat those things, and apparently, be the next thing that's dropping down here that affects all of us is uh, the move to regulate the airlines, and 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 that means that taking a step up from the the mask mandate, uh, but not now. Also, I think the policy drops here uh, within uh, like a week or so. That in order to fly whether you're vaccinated, unvaccinated, you also have to provide a, a negative uh, COVID test. Uh, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that's even for domestic travel. So again, these authoritarian, these laws, these principles, they want to mandate everything in regards to our movement, the, you know, the surveillance state that's accompanied with COVID. Uh, and, and then they'll navigate it into the financial sector on how they're going to accomplish that as well. So just you know, just be mindful of that. You know, we can uh, we can we can maybe jump into some of those things uh, in the next show or something. But yeah, it's it's very interesting, V, that um, 
that everything that's taking place right now in regards to these 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 mandates and what's taking place, there's no counter narrative. And, and our listeners know this. There's very much no conversation in regards to things that people should be doing right now individually in regards to your health care, you know, simple things like taking taking, you know, vitamin D. Uh, but instead, they just want to continue down with these these stupid narratives of, you know, that, that Fauci is the expert. Fauci is the one that's going to determine everything that Americans need to be doing and then reinforce with, uh, you know, uh, Joe Blow Biden. I mean, it's just crazy. We have a, we have a, somebody in the chat saying, uh, uh, Gregory Schindler says, LOL, this show has, this is funny, has been compromised. America has more to offer than this buffoon rambling would have you believe. <laughs> we are number one exports. Greg is trash and recyclables, buddy. Trash and recyclables. What do we got to offer? I'll wait. If you can get a list of things to offer, please email me, v at roguenews.com. Yeah. V at roguenews.com. I'll be happy to school you. Yeah. Well, Gregory, in, in terms of America and its people, yes, but not the government that, that's currently leading. So don't don't confuse the two, Gregory, of, of thinking that because one could argue and say that the U.S. government not re- no longer reflects the American people, which which I think the two are disconnected, Gregory. And Gregory, when you look at what's happening across the states, whether it's Texas and Florida, Gregory, you need to open up your mind to see that's exactly what's happening. We're seeing a disconnect here between the states and, and the federal government. So don't don't confuse what we say as being un-American. It's it's fully about supporting Americans as individuals. It's but pro-American. Just because it's anti. It's anti. It's anti government. Yeah. So so don't don't no longer Gregory. Can you associate the the U.S. government in Washington D.C. as a, as an entity of of the people? It's 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 nah, not it's a rogue not. entity. It's it's a parasitic entity. That's what it is, and that's why in terms of real tech, in terms of real things that are being done, this is why we're not. You have to understand the whole thing. Maurice Strong said we're not going to allow any other country to develop like the United States. And they went around, the Western politicians have went around de-industrializing itself. The case in point, $15 billion being put up by Samsung in Texas to build a chip plant. Like, well, that's a great investment. There's only one problem. They cannot find enough qualified people to work in there. So they got to bring in a whole bunch of people from overseas. Why? Because they have a more of a technical and engineering aptitude than what you're finding in American colleges and universities. It's a fact, bro. It's a facts on the ground. I can go on and on. Industry by industry, bit by bit, I can break it all down. Anyway, with that being said, Siege, we're at the end of the show. I got calls to make. Yep. I got moves to Good make. Stuff. And with that, um with that being said, CJ, take it away. All right, good stuff, bro.